tell me the story of Amy and her leaving cert. Okay, I'll, I'll be brief. So basically, Amy, the day before her leaving cert, was complaining of uh, pain in her abdomen. And we brought her to the doctor and ultimately to the hospital where they decided they needed to operate on Amy. This was on the Tuesday before the leaving cert started on the Wednesday morning. So between the jigs and the reels, Amy was seen very quickly, moved through the hospital very quickly and was scheduled for surgery at 9 p.m. on Tuesday night. That got delayed until 1 a.m. because of an emergency that came in. And they operated on Amy at 1 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Um, The operation, they discovered that she had a ruptured appendix. which had gangrene setting in. Very sick girl. Was infected. So very, very sick. The operation took twice as long as it would normally take for an appendicitis. um, she got to her bed at about four in the morning um, and unfortunately for Amy she had to sit well she had the choice of sitting her exam at 9.30 in the morning in the hospital or repeating the whole year of study etc etc because she wouldn't be able to get any university places because she wouldn't have English English being the very first exam so she had no option other than to try and sit that exam uh, with no exemptions in place So did did Amy, who would have been, at my guess, coming out from under a general anaesthetic still under the effects of it at that time on the Wednesday morning because she's only out of surgery. If you're telling me it took twice as long, she went in at one o'clock, she probably wasn't out till nearly five o'clock in the morning. Got to her room at four in the morning. <laughs> okay, Jesus. And she sat an exam five and a half hours later having Correct. had a general anaesthetic. Correct. That seems absolutely ridiculous. And she sat it in the exam, uh, the exam in the leaving, I presume. In the, in the hospital, in the hospital again, look, uh, the school were excellent. They got onto the state examinations board. It became clear that there was no dispensation for her as per the uh, bereavement uh, dispensation. So they arranged for a supervisor to come to the hospital with her exam paper and for her to sit, um, sit down that morning. And I suppose at the time she was on a drip with uh, painkillers and she was also on supplemental oxygen as she was sitting on a cha- on the standard sort of hospital chair with the, a hospital uh, table in front of her to sit there for a few hours vertical to uh, write an exam script. That is incredibly unlucky uh, on the one hand, but it also, I have to say, considering that they are going to be running a set of emergency exams anyway in July, it seems incredibly unfair. It's unfair. Look, you know, many other students have been, I suppose, similar things in, in recent years and we're aware of other students in, even in Wexford that had, had similar circumstances maybe being released a day or two uh, before the exams from hospital so you know I think it is very unfair and like if you if you put it in context uh, of, of a particular student they have one they have one leaving cert there's one set of exams nearly all the 100% that you get on that exam uh, or if for that subject you get during that exam um, and for Amy, like it's, it's devastating. She has her heart set on being a doctor, a medical doctor, um, has worked incredibly hard for the last two years, um, working weekends, nine to six every day, studying from four o'clock in the evening till nine o'clock in the evening in after school study. Like it, it, it's just so unlucky then. So she, she so wants just, to do medicine and yeah. obviously medicine, hugely competitive to get into for kids. Yeah. They have to get the really high points. And and oh, and and she was doing, I mean, the, the general anaesthetic would be taking a toll on her for probably 
48, 72 hours, it wouldn't even be a case that she would be back in action until pretty much the following Monday, probably. That is the that is awful. I'm 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 so sorry for how long. Listen, you know what we'll do? We'll talk to to, to Amy herself. Is Amy there? Yeah. Can can I have? Hi, I'm here. Hey, Amy, how are you? I'm okay. I'm good. Ah, I'm just listening to your dad. So you, the worst luck imaginable. You've worked your, I know, <laughs> your socks off uh, for the leaving because you want to do medicine and you've been doing after school study and, you know, trying to get A ones or H ones or whatever they're called now. And this yeah, happened exactly. on the eve of the leaving cert. Yeah, well, basically the week before, it was the Sunday before, I went into my mum in the middle of the night and I just said to her, I was like, mum, I think I have appendicitis. And obviously I was really stressed. So my parents were like, look, it's just stress. Take painkiller and go to bed. But they're both really worried. So they brought me to the GP the Wednesday, a week before the leaving start. And I went in and I didn't really have any of the symptoms of appendicitis because like I wasn't vomiting. I didn't have a temperature, nothing like that. Like I had pain, but it wasn't severe so he said look I think it's stress he gave me things like for IBS and then it was fine I I was still pretty sore for a few days but then the Monday night I literally didn't sleep at all I was in so much pain so my parents brought me straight back to the doctor the Tuesday and they said look I need to get her straight into the hospital obviously I was really upset I had a full-blown panic attack in the GP of course you did like because all like I was counting on a really good grade in English, like I I needed it, so yeah. I I didn't know what to do. I was so stressed, so they brought me um, straight to the hospital, and then it, it took them a while actually, because again, I didn't have a temperature, like everything seemed fine except for the pain. So then, um, yeah, they brought me in for surgery, and they found out that my penis had burst five days before, that there was gangrene in my pen, um like a gangrene, I had an abscess, like <laughs> everything was going wrong. So I ended up being in the hospital for five days. Um, I did my English paper one and two and my maths paper one in the hospital. So it's lucky that I didn't pick geography or home ec because then I would have had to have done five exams in the hospital. Good so Lord. kind of lucky with my subject choices. But um, yeah, it wasn't uh, much fun. <laughs> I have to say, um, I think you probably should do medicine because it seems to me that you, out of everybody you came across, was the best at diagnosing your your own appendicitis that everyone else appeared to be missing. Um, How long have you wanted to be a doctor? I know. Pardon? I said, how long have you wanted to be a doctor? Um, God, as long as I can remember, to be honest. Um, I think I was about a third class and I I actually wanted to be a pathologist first because I was really into like crime shows and stuff and then I started looking into medicine I was like no I want to do that so I did uh, my transition year work experience in the A&E in Wexford so I was actually lucky that the consultant remembered me when I went in for my um, appendix so that that was good that I actually knew someone in there and then um, I did the Trinity mini med and um, I did like so you're absolutely determined and what will happen now, Amy, if it is, the, let's not prejudge anything, the results won't be out till August, but, but if it is the case that you didn't perform to your best this time in, 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 in the leaving because of being unwell and on medication and morphine and general anaesthetics and all of those things, what, what's the plan B? So with medicine, you don't just have... like you need to get your five h1s or four h1s like you have to do the hpat as well and so i did that in february but the thing with that you can only carry over your results 
to the like coming college year. So if I don't get enough points in my leaving cert, I'll be forced to obviously reset the HPOT next year. If I don't get enough points um, for medicine or any of my kind of secondary choices, I think I have no choice but to repeat the leaving cert. So hopefully I won't have to come to that. But um, my other options on my CAO are kind of like biomedical courses or human health and disease or kind of um, medical sciences. And then hopefully I'll be able to just reset my HPOT and go in. But like at the end of the day, there's nothing else I want to do other than medicine. So I don't really care how long it takes me. I'll get there eventually. Oh, listen, Amy, let let me bring your dad. That's that's unbelievably bad. Let me let me bring your your dad back in. Carl, how frustrating or or upsetting was it for you to see Amy not just go through obviously a, you know a health crisis and have serious surgery because if she if her appendix was gangrenous you know all peritonitis and sepsis and all those things were possible so she was obviously very very sick but how frustrating was it for you as a parent to see your daughter work so hard for so long and they have another set of exams in July for the bereaved and they wouldn't allow Amy to sit them I suppose it look it's it's devastating. Um and you know, I don't I don't blame the state examinations board. You know, they've brought this in as a trial this year in relation to bereavement. So I just think look, she's one example. I'm sure there will be lots yeah. of callers who are gonna come in uh, come to you with similar stories. But I think just at this point, like there's just so much around the leaving cert and for somebody to work so hard for two years and for it to literally be lost at the 11th hour due to uh, a medical emergency just seems daft and like you know in their rules and regulations they do state you know where somebody is deemed or is in hospital or is deemed medically unfit you know they will they will do certain things in terms of set up special examination centres and all of that but where somebody's compromised like you're not supposed to drive probably within 24 or 48 hours of a general anaesthetic uh, you know, I, I mean, it's there are lots of kids who sit there leaving with a sinus infection or, you know, a sore throat and, and they can feel fairly lousy. There's no question about it. And that is very, very bad luck. But Amy was on heavy. I mean, there's no question if she was that long out of surgery that she would have been on morphine. She would have been on a general anaesthetic, as you say, she was on oxygen, uh, you know, and so much rides on the leaving search. It seems extremely unfair. We did ask for a, a statement on this from the Department of Education and they have said that uh, in May of this year, the Minister Joe McHugh has brought in on a pilot basis, as you say, uh, interim measures to uh, allow children with uh, major bereavements in their family uh, an enhancement as they describe it to the existing reasonable accommodations and that they are going to conduct extensive consultations going forward about other forms of trauma and adversity at examination time. So in other words there may be some wriggle room down the line for other students who sit this although obviously not for Amy. It strikes me that last year I don't know if you remember there was a girl who had enough points for VET but she hadn't, uh, she had to get a, a recheck of her exams, which gave her the points and the results weren't going to be back in time. And they went to court, herself and her family went to court and, and the, the examinations board were, were forced to have the recheck back in time to allow her to go to college in that year. Um, have you given up all hope of the possibility of, of Amy being allowed legally to sit the examination in July? I suppose, look, to be honest, we haven't thought about or we haven't thought about an action like that. We were primarily focusing on making sure that Amy had everything to do 
the best that she could possibly do. Um, and like literally, she only finished her leaving search yesterday. Um, we have, to be honest, we haven't haven't given that any thought. You might um, want you might want to. <laughs> no, I think you're. No, you are. You are right. Because they her. The, I remember it was very clear that that, and they were absolutely right. The the girl had the points for vet, um, but she wasn't going to have the results back in time to allow her to claim her place. And the family went to the high court, and heaven and earth was moved. Uh, and and it was right because that girl would have a whole year out of your life. It isn't just a whole year out of your life at eighteen. It's a year of earning potential at the end of your life when you come up to retirement. Do you know you'll retire uh, with a year's shorter career? It's 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 an awful lot of things and it does seem in these circumstances with a set of exams there already about to be run in I don't know when it is in two or three weeks time that something could be done surely. Well, look I think that's good advice that we'll take on board and <laughs> certainly give it due consideration. Yeah, do. Let, let, I, I have one last word with Amy before we go. Amy, can I just ask you, how did you feel when you were sitting the exams? Because I can only imagine I've woken up from general anaesthetics and you're groggy and you're dopey and you're a bit confused and a bit sicky and sometimes even a bit wonky, you know, in lots of different ways. How did you feel when you were sitting the exams? To be honest, English paper one, um, it, it was kind of the adrenaline of it like obviously I was really groggy but I found that English paper two actually was worse than English paper one obviously I was in a lot lot of pain and sitting there for like three three and a half hours it's not comfortable and um, especially when you've just got your panics out and you've just woken up from an operation and um, the nausea was the worst part. I I had to stop both my English paper two and my math paper one because I literally was going to get sick. Like I, I had no option but to stop the exam. So I, I felt um, a bit sorry for my examiner. Like she did get a bit of a fright because I, I literally threw down my pen and was like, look, I'm going to get sick. Um, that was horrible. It was, it, was, it was sitting there for three hours and then adding on the extra time when the nurses would have to come in and change my drip or give me my antibiotic or give me another painkiller give me anti-nausea that kind of medication like because you'd have to put down your pen stop and then those five minutes would be added on at the end or those 10 minutes would be added on like that was the worst part like it's just it's, it's not comfortable sitting in an exam in the hospital like obviously I think no, um, and, and there uh, are everyone kids, could understand that There are kids in hospital who are in hospital who aren't as acutely unwell as that you know they might be in for, for some kind of treatment but they might be okay-ish at the time of the exams that was clearly not the case with you look the best of luck I, I if Thank you I, I, I'm, You know that, that thing um you know, accept the things that you, you, you cannot change. I always think that the better solution to everything is, is change the things that you cannot accept. Um, I, I think you guys <laughs> should, should. I wouldn't quite give up just yet because there is legally uh, a thing in, 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 the, in the rules about uh, accommodations that can and should be made. And of all uh, cases, yours sounds extremely worthy and, and best of luck with it. If they do let you sit it in July, um, will you come back and tell us? Oh, I will. Yes. I will, definitely. Good luck. And I'm very glad that you got over the, the appendicitis and fair play to you for being the only person considering you saw a couple of doctors to diagnose it. <laughs> uh, I think you'll be a very fine physician one day and thank you for coming on and talking thank to you. us. And thank you to you as well, Carl, for highlighting this because I think it actually is very important. 53106, what do you think of that? Amy was in hospital. She came. She was back on the ward at 4am on a drip, having had a general anaesthetic and hours and hours of surgery for a gangrenous appendix and at half nine she sat her leaving cert and there's no accommodation that can be made. This isn't a kid 
with, you know, an earache or, or a, you know, this is this is not a mild illness. This is major. Someone says, Kira, completely ridiculous and unacceptable what that poor young woman had to go through sitting an exam under those circumstances. System needs to change to take illnesses into account, particularly if there are an extra set of exams now. Someone else says, Kira, I thought they'd brought in emergency exams in July for students with a bereavement. Surely they could have included students who were in hospital, you would think. Someone says, ridiculous. Why make rules that are needed for one group who can't do their exams and not allow this poor girl a similar chance to resit it? And someone else says, Kira, I had appendicitis during my college exams, got them deferred to the next semester, didn't affect my progression or graduation on time, should be similar with the leaving cert. Someone else says, that dad is so right to advocate for his lovely daughter, but he really shouldn't have to. This is surely a no brainer after all. Uh, How hard is this? And someone else says, the Department of Education will not let them take them in July with those who qualify for bereavement circumstances. So typical of the Irish departmental thinking. Can't consider exceptional individual cases. Won't look beyond the often outdated scripted rule book. In fairness to the department, I should say that they said uh, that they do want to take into account going forward difficult life circumstances, but they also need to be fair to the body of candidates taking the exams generally and maintain the integrity of the examination process. That makes total sense. But I think if you think even if my son or daughter was sitting the leaving cert at the same time as Amy, she is somebody who would absolutely, I think, every family in the land, even if their daughter or son was also sitting it, would think it was fair she was given an accommodation. 53106, let me know if you've been in a similar boat or what you think should happen going forward. And we will come up with something else after this.